Hello again, and welcome to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. I guess since I'm in this special seat, we're going to have a really big show. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and hit that Louie button for us. We're going to um, have a really big show today. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, way Louie's still here in spirit. Um, so uh, sitting in uh, Louie's spot this week is my dad. He's been on the show. I think he's our most frequent guest. Gary Moore, host of More on the Moore. Good to be here once again. Hey, listen, you know, the bad part is, is, you know, either either you all really like me or he's running out of the best clientele he can find. <laughs> well, you know, I, I know I'm not the bottom of the barrel, but <laughs> what, what we like to do on this show, because see, Alan, Alan's out, too. He's out there gallivanting, doing whatever he's doing tonight. So um, we brought we reached into the audience and we pulled out. Mr. Rich Rosati. Oh, yes. Good evening, everybody. Yes. And, and, thank you. Thank you. And, yes. and he had a special surprise yes, for us when he came he in the too. studio. Man, he, he came ready for the show. You know, you know, I'm a wrestling fan. You see all the signs and oh, all yes. that. And I was like, this is just the number one podcast. Yeah. Now, now I only got one thing left to say, brother. What you gonna, gonna do? do? <laughs> what oh, you yeah. gonna? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! There's a story about that. <laughs> I somehow combined My Macho Man, Man Randy Savage, Savage and, uh, and Flavor Flav. Flav. <laughs> oh yeah, boy! boy. <laughs> and our and our special guest bringing the message tonight, Miss <laughs> Crystal Rosati. Rizzotti. Rizzotti. They're both Rizzotti. Rizzotti. So we got, got a, we got a, we got a guy. We got the husband and, and wife, wife tonight. Yes. Yeah, awesome. So we're doing real special tonight. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, bring out the fazoli, right? Yeah, uh, pasta fazool. Pasta fazool. Yeah, there we go. I thought I got it right. There was a Toscana. Yeah. See, I can't do all that. <laughs> I just know Rizzotti. I can do that. <laughs> You've been so, practicing. Yeah. <laughs> I practice a lot of things <laughs> like my Donald Trump voice. Um, yeah. So just before we kick things off, I know that you guys are, are enjoying the program so far, but uh, just remember to hit that like button and smash it and, and make sure that you're, if you're not subscribed already, you got to hit the subscribe, hit the notification bell. If you're on YouTube, uh, you know, you have to know when we're on so that you can catch us every single time. Right. And uh, you know, make sure that you're sharing. Because sharing is caring. caring. There's a magical button over there somewhere, Cam, but I don't know if you know which one that is. It's on the... <laughs> one of those sounds. <laughs> that, that'll work. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, so for the audio listeners, you're missing out. So if you, if you haven't, if you haven't uh, already, you know, go over, go over on to, to YouTube, Rumble, preferably Rumble, uh, if you can. Um, or, or even Facebook if, if you, if you want to, uh, and, and, but you gotta, you gotta see the sign that Rich made, uh, made because it brought a smile to my face. And I know that, uh, all of our, our fans is, uh, is probably just got a smile just as big. <laughs> it's really, really cool. <laughs> he worked on it extensively. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fantastic. I You're love so it. Excited. <laughs> we just know before too long, next thing you know, he's going to, he's going to have the headbands. He's going to have the. The, oh, the wristbands. Oh, I want to do merch and, so uh, bad. He's going to have the wrestling belt. <laughs> <laughs> the F. The F. Faith, Family, and Politics World Title. 
What you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, what's and we're gonna turn this into a wrestling. <laughs> you know, next thing you know, the the people's eyebrows gonna come out and all hell's gonna break <laughs> loose. <laughs> well, finally, FFP finally. has come back, come back to be Scrooge. Yes. Can you smell <laughs> <laughs> what FFP is, is cooking? <laughs> What did I start? <laughs> you got fellow wrestling fans. A, at the you table. brought a you brought a pro, pro, pro uh, poster, brother. <laughs> Man, you start throwing in the voices. The next thing you know, you got Joe Biden's talking also. So you brought a whole lot of energy. That's a lot did. of energy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, okay. that's, not, that's not been copyrighted by those two young no. men, have it? No, no, no not oh, that as far as I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Miss Crystal, I know that you got a message for us tonight, and, uh, and and I made a graphic for it last night, so if you want to go ahead and rattle off that title, we'll have it up there for you. Yep. Um, tonight's message is called, It's Not Hurting Anyone. Hmm. Yeah. So Interesting. There's a lot of things that we think that's not it's not hurting yeah. anyone. Yeah. It right? was there. Yeah, go ahead and pop it, that graphic back up there just for Crystal. She didn't. She oh, didn't see it. Oh yeah, it's so cute. Thank you. <laughs> there are so many things that gentleman could be doing on that <laughs> phone. It's so not hurting, hurting anyone. And that's what we're gonna talk, talk about. about. All right. Hey, he's watching wrestling. Okay. <laughs> he said, "What a rush." All right. Uh, so might want to pray over the message. Yeah. Cool. You want to do it or you want me to do it? Either one. Go ahead. Father, thank you so much for tonight. And thank you for bringing us together in this fun atmosphere where I feel a little left out, but that's okay. I pray that you'll just help us to have a good show, um, to talk about some things that are really, really important in our culture and be able to reach some people and thank you for helping to put this message together, giving me the message to give um, and laying it on my heart. And I thank you for everything you've done for us. We love you. And we thank you for our health and safety um, and for the viewers as well. So thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Indeed. All right. So, yeah. So we're going to talk about stuff that we keep hearing in the culture um, I, I don't know how often you hear it. I hear it all the time, and it's it's not hurting anyone. As long as it's not hurting anyone, it's okay. Um, and a lot of younger people have embraced that worldview. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they realize it's from the satan- satanic temple. It's their it's their doctrine. Um, Do as thou wilt is the whole of the law is what they embrace, and by doing that. They're actually saying the same thing, and they'll come back with that if you question it, and they'll say, "Well, it's you can do whatever you want as long as it's not hurting anyone." Well, that's a moral dilemma that we need to talk about because I can go rob a bank as long as I don't <laughs> hurt, hurt anyone. Anybody. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Well, I guess I know how I'm getting that next million. <laughs> exactly. <Woo-hoo! laughs> exactly. Um, but there's so many things that are prevalent in our culture today alcoholism smoking drug use gay lesbian lifestyles transgenderism fornication porn etc all this Mm -hmm. is they use this excuse it's not hurting anyone so why not right so let's talk about that moral dilemma (laughs) um does it hurt someone else how do you know there's an example um that i can give that there was someone i knew that had a 
an issue with people wearing red. Oops. <laughs> well, it's not really um, fire engine red. Yeah. That was the but, color. But there had been an incident when she was a child where her best friend died in a car accident and was wearing red. So mm. she never liked red clothing. Well, I didn't know that. And she's probably not going to be dating a fireman anytime soon. Exactly. No. Exactly. No. I didn't know that. So that's an example of how do you know? We don't know what other people have experienced in their lives and what quirks other people may have. So you can't stand on the fact and say, well, as long as it's not hurting anybody, it's fine. Because you don't know that. Um, what does hurt mean? <laughs> Are we talking physical, emotional, mental? Um, what does that mean? It's very subjective. Super subjective. And so you have to kind of narrow that down to even embrace this worldview. Um, does it mean it requires, like, it makes somebody cry? Does it mean it throws somebody into a depression? Um, and then what happens if <clears throat> you're doing something and five of your friends are fine with it, but only one isn't? And if you choose to support the one, you hurt the other five. What do you do in that case? And the, the bottom line about it to me is that without a true moral foundation and truth, standing on a worldview of Christian truth and with the Bible as your backing and, and standing firm on that, this whole thing falls apart when you start to question it. This whole yeah. worldview just falls apart. Yeah, we, we, we touched on, uh, a little bit on, on that, that basis, or a whole lot on that basis, really, uh, with, uh, with Mr. Danny Tippett last week. Um, when when he said uh, life without God is absurd, and then then he he posed the question of like what would what would life be with, without God? Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't even have a moral uh, ground to have a basis for. Um, right. But the discussion at the table became very quickly like, well, you know, we know that you know the this 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 tribe would do this, but eventually somebody would see it as evil. And it's like, well, but if you don't have a basis for it, then how do you know? Exactly. Yeah. I always question people about that when they don't believe because they say you can't, they don't, they don't want to do wrong, but how do you define wrong in that, in that worldview where you don't have a moral foundation to stand on? Why is Charles Manson wrong? Yeah. Why is murder wrong? Where did that come from? And they'll say it's a social construct, right? Well, society has just embraced that for, no, it had to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It had to start. And why did it start? They can't answer that question. They sure can't. Yeah. So we just, I like to take things like this, though. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I just like to deep dive into it and start analyzing it. I can honestly it. say, I mean, when you look at Scripture, um, you go all the way back to uh, the end of chapter, well, realistically, the chapter 3. And, um, I mean, you see where the first thing that was killed was, an an animal so adam and eve's shame so you can you can the world can dusty that up however they want their shame was their sin their shame because they knew they were naked and made themselves aprons of fig leaves getting ahead of me man i'm sorry i'm, I'm not trying to, i'm sitting like oh man this is good and there's a lot of and I'm like, I, I, I was wait hey i'm That's not good. trying not trying not trying to and back to crystal i'll back off sorry no. 
<laughs> no, no. Talk. I think that's so funny because that's exactly where my head went. Yeah. So but it was just, you know, it's like it, it would be easy to look at with Cain and Abel as being the first. And we're like, well, actually, no, it actually, it wasn't because that animal had to be sacrificed for Adam sin and Eve for, for, this, for the very first sin. Mm-hmm. There had to be death and bloodshed. And so, so many people just focus on the one, and that's my best gun control. Well, the first killing didn't have anything to do with an automatic <laughs> rock. Exactly. It was one rock upside somebody's head. It was an assault rock. It was an assault rock. Let's ban A-R ban the assault ban rocks. rocks. It was an AR rock. Yes, an, an AR rock. I like that. Man, we're gonna put that on a t-shirt. Yes. That'll be the first piece of merch. Place your orders today that? for the A Rock <laughs> T-shirt. That's great. Exactly. 1995. But wait. Before shipping and handling. <laughs> but there's more. And if you order today. <laughs> oh my word. We're off the rails. <laughs> All right, back to Crystal. Yes. But if you get sales orders coming in from the <laughs> Thousands of comments, you're going to be going, dang, I just hit a gold mine. <laughs> exactly. And it all started with, it ain't bothering anyone. <laughs> hey, as long as it exalts the Lord, I'm good with it. Exactly. Yeah, so so back to that theory about, like, how do you base things on? So God tells us not to bear false witness. We equate that to lying. What do you do if you know the truth will hurt somebody's feelings? Right. I, I can honestly say um, there was something that came up um, that me and the wife had seen on TV, and she was literally like, oh, man, that's rough. And I says, and that's why sometimes the truth isn't always the best scenario. Now, with that being stated, I'm not condoning lying. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But there are there's certain conversations that some people are just not emotionally ready for. So you have to um, find ways to administer that truth to where you're not going to absolutely pull the rug out from underneath them, hit them over the head with the truth, and because literally some people just it's all just in the method ready. though. Yeah, Jesus uh, yeah. was so good at speaking truth, but he did it in a diplomatic way. He didn't, like, there were times with the Pharisees, <laughs> he wasn't so diplomatic. Right. Well, and we can go there. But that way. <laughs> well, he definitely wasn't politically correct. No, exactly. Wasn't. No, but, no, no. But, but I also noticed that he picked, he, he handled the people according to where they were. Yeah. So he went after people whose hearts were ready for him. He didn't chase people who he knew weren't going to accept him. He didn't chase everybody in the 5,000 crowd. Exactly. There were certain people that he zoned in on, and he knew from discernment who was going to like be open to that and who wasn't. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same way with how he talked to people, and I think that's how we have to embrace that too. But yeah. and that's, this that's was one of the like, things that's so beautiful about the, the parable of the sower. Yeah. It's like I'm, yeah. I'm giving out the seed, and there's going to be some that's going to get it, get it and, some and that then won't. that won't. Mm-hmm. And there'll be some that will be in the middle of the road. And uh, we're hoping that all of you get it and are not in the middle of the road because that's where the cars are. So don't be the frog in the middle of the road that gets hit. That's true. Um, Another dilemma that comes up is when you're a parent with children. My son wanted, he would eat 10 pounds of ice cream if I let him. I told him no. Did it hurt him? Yeah. But was it the best for him? Yeah. Yeah. 
So again, another dilemma about the, as long as it's not hurting anybody. Again, how do you define hurt? And I am a strong believer that people don't change without pain. And sometimes I've had to battle with this myself. You want to jump in to help somebody, but then you end up hurting them because they were going through a growth period and that pain was causing them to grow. And you took that away. You can get in God's way if you're a Christian with other people who are in a growth period by trying to rush in and help. You have to use wisdom and discernment when you're going to apply that, I think. I, I think that's that's why it is so critical for for all of us when someone you know lets us in to that that level of inner circle. It's like, all right, here's the dilemma I'm working with, and rather than opening your mouth to give an answer, at that point in time, you should really say, all right, let's pray about it. You know, let's let's seek the Lord, and this is maybe He'll give me something, maybe He'll give you something, but. He'll know that I'm standing with you. I've got your six. I've got your back, and we're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they look at you and say, you ain't got an answer, I'm like, I don't know if the answer I would give is the answer you want right yeah. now. Or need. Or need. Yeah. I said, so God may have, God has something, you know, I, I can give you what my earthly self says, but let's seek the Lord first and see what he's got on the subject because I tell you what, when we do that, we can see greater things take place, and that's that's why we are to pray, 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 pray for those that are in uh, that have been elected to uh, to govern laws, set up the laws and the regulations of the state, country, or uh, nationally, local, state, and local. Because, uh, good golly, I mean there is such an evil that's available right there for them. And they say, well, this law's not hurting anyone. It was like, well, mm, how do you know? Uh, how that's far down the road? <laughs> Unintended perfect consequences. In, perfect yeah. example with um, the transgender law that we got passed this year. Yeah. That they can't talk about gender and all that up to third grade, which we wanted it further, but okay. Um, and they cannot do any kind of medical intervention on, on minors. Um, that got stopped this year. Well, how long have we been fighting for that? The oh. obscenity in schools. Yeah. That finally, that loophole got removed for public school libraries. It's still out there for public libraries, but public school libraries, it got removed, but it took us three years and four attempts to try to get that passed. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't get them to understand that in your agenda for wokeism, <laughs> you're hurting kids. Yeah. By exposing them to this stuff too soon. One of the things, um, one of the things that um, I can't remember the actress, um, but it was on CSI out of Las Vegas, and her daughter had went somewhere, and um, without her knowledge, and um, Catherine Willows, yep. Catherine Willows, and um, literally she she put her daughter in a spot that was like. Okay, you done wrong, and let me. You need a harsh reality. So here's you want truth. Here's hard truth. This is the result of someone acting as you have. And then you know her coworker said, you know, where is it you? You know who? Why do you deem when it's right to to take her childhood away? And I'm kind of thinking when she took off. 
for whatever. I, I, I can't even remember. I think it was a concert. That concert, she yeah. 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 That we sounds about right. that one. That yeah, time. That was, yeah. 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 So I, I saw that, own. and then his comment, and I'm like, dude, you're off base on this one. I still, I'm completely with her. I mean, I think, I think every now and then, I don't want to take a child's childhood away, but with the laws that they're passing today, that's what we're doing. Exactly. Um, exactly. You know, and that so. and that is harming the kids. But yeah. the way legislation sees it, the way the left sees it, um, it we got to make everybody opposite. happy. Yeah. Well, it's the opposite. No, they don't want to make us happy. Well, no, no, no. They, but I mean, no, well, no, no, no. They, they, in the <laughs> end, they care about like, making us happy. It's, they want to want tit the for tat with it. To the point, it was like, well, you know, we've we battled hard, and it's the other side. So the only way to solve the problem is to vote us all in. Mm. So you know, it, it, immediately it's well, it's the other guy's fault, knowing full well that you voted yes on it, because the vast majority of people don't even bother to research exactly. who said yes, who said no, and who just said present. Mm -hmm. That just mm. Mm -hmm. every politician that just votes present, I just want to you know take a hold of them and smack them around if you find that politically incorrect comment to someone <laughs> here's yeah. a quarter I mean, here, yeah comment no seriously no, sir, comment. comment i mean you know yeah, yeah. i mean and, uh, they were elected to represent us and to me they should that's the dilemma yes no. though there yeah. is I mean, that's another dilemma though we say yeah. that and i and i love hearing them say the american people want blah 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 and you hear it on both sides Okay, the American people is essentially you got one extreme, the other extreme, and people in the middle. You that can't, aren't even really getting talked even, about or talked to. You can't even represent or, the American people because there's so much division that you you are picking a side, no matter which side you're on. When you say the American people, da da da, you're picking a side. You're telling me everything I need to know because you have to pick a side in today's society as a politician. And there's no way around it. So I don't know. Um, okay, here's another thing to think about. Do you count yourself in the hurt? If it's not hurting anyone, do people count themselves? Because my experience is I have a situation where I knew someone who was cutting. Technically, that isn't hurting anybody else, but is it healthy? No. Is it something that he should be doing to himself? No. And so... This whole, the whole worldview just completely falls apart when you start digging into things like this. Um, Bad part, there's, there's someone that's telling him it's okay. Yeah. And you're kind of wondering, you're, you kind of want to find that person and do what you want to do with the politicians, smack them around. Sometimes it's, uh, it's, it's their own, their own mind telling them that it's okay. Or, yeah. well, or a uh, little, little whisper in their ear from, uh, a demonic force, yeah, because mm -hmm. um, we Influence. battle not against flesh and blood, but against uh, principalities, principalities, and, uh, yeah. and spirits in dark places. Um, I kind of have a little bit to do with um, this one here, a little bit, um, because I have encountered someone that was going to commit suicide, and to to me, and I am, I've been very vocal with my kids and and my grandchild also. It's um, suicide is selfish first mm -hmm. and foremost it's like yeah. well i'm only hurting myself it's like no. no because in the end if you're a parent and you commit suicide that's a stigma that that child has to grow up with right. 
So if they're in elementary school, they've not got two years of schooling left to work. No, there's going to carry those kids through to their senior year and maybe carry some of them into their colleges that are going to know your dad didn't love being around you and your mom and that this is this going to be in their mindset didn't love you enough that wanted to be around he he killed himself and so you know um as i said in this in the situation i had it was a young fellow i'm really still not certain as to what was setting him into that place but i mean he was sitting on a bridge he was ready to jump off and i'm sitting back thinking okay yeah that fall might kill you if you land right but the problem is, is he's jumping off a bridge over 465. Mm-hmm. The car that hits him is now traumatized. Right. The car accident that takes place because he hit the first car. Or if he just hits the ground and somebody has to go around. And yeah, and then you've got three or four car pileups and everyone's looking at someone that jumped. It's, a, it's effect, affecting a so, lot of people. So, I mean, there is so many families that that are affected and it's so I, I look at that as being selfish. So there are so many you can say, okay, one. And uh oh oh brother Biden is going, Hey look, Jill, it's a one. We can have cookies and cream later. <laughs> no, no, chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. <laughs> I want I want my chocolate no chip. No joke. Chocolate chip. I go upstairs, I've got a whole refrigerator full of chocolate, chocolate chip. <laughs> and, and Nancy Pelosi said I could come over and have some ice cream too. Because she's got two refrigerators full of ice cream. And, uh, but you've got this. He's like, well, I said, isn't there anything bright in your life? No. I said, this is a beautiful day. He's like, no, it's not. And I says, I say it is. And here's the reason why I say it is. Because I'm not going to let you jump off this bridge. It's the only way you're getting to the ground is you're going to have to hope you're strong enough to pull me over with you. And literally, I mean, that I finally, I had him wrapped around his waist. And I said, this isn't happening today. I said, it's certainly not happening in front of my granddaughter. I said, because if anything, if I drive past and don't interact with you, she knows that you jumped Mm -hmm. and that's going to scar her. I said, I know that don't mean anything to you. I said, but it means something to me. So this, this type of a message where, well, it's not hurting anyone. Yeah. There's always going, any one chain of event can affect 15, 20, 30, 40, a hundred events down the road. And that's one of the things that some conspiracy theorists identifies that there are strategic events that if you can do something at this point in time to a specific person, it'll cause a, a, tra- ripple, effect. a, a ripple effect mm-hmm. that it will get to the end result. So, so if A affects B and B affects C, then sooner or later when you get the Z, all you're left is with the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Thank you, Which Woody Harrelson. Which they are prepared for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Well, how about this aspect? It's not going to hurt me today, but it's going to hurt me five years from now. How will I know that? Or ten years from now? Yeah. Um, I Guilty. Marriages failed, right? At the time, I didn't know that situation was going to hurt me until years later right 
So we don't always know what's what's going to hurt other people or ourselves. Yeah, That's just not something we're aware of. An aspect of this is depression. And I want to touch on this a little bit because it can lead to isolation and depression. Um, we have gamers or homebodies that spend all their time at home alone, right? Yeah. And, and that's okay, but that's a case where they don't think it's hurting anybody. I'm just going to sit in my house and game and, and, or, you know, be a couch potato today. Um, that's not something that appears to be hurting anybody, but it can lead to hurt of self. Yeah. It can hurt to lead to lead to hurt of other people, depending on the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, so it defeats the purpose. Um, so I'm going to jump over to the Bible real quick. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, let's start with the fall of Lucifer, because I want to go back to the original sins. <laughs> <laughs> we got this ESPN thing going on. <laughs> you read the notes earlier, right? <laughs> now, always remember, when you go for the three-through, drop the lip. Drop. Oh, wait, I thought it was a softball. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I throw, well, I throw curveballs. I hit from the... Th- from the free throw line and the three point shot, yeah, I can even do it from a chair. I'm lost. <laughs> we're going to hey, like we're going to get there. This is you're going to show. You're going to lasso everything back around, and the people out there are going to love it. Exactly, exactly. And they're going to be buying that a rock shirt. <laughs> I'm glad you believe in me. <laughs> okay, so let's start with Isaiah 14, 12, and thirteen. This is the fall of Lucifer. Um, and the verses specifically for those who don't know, um, say, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. The punishment for that, again, think about that. Didn't affect anybody else, did it? His thoughts about that really didn't affect anybody else at first glance. So why, why was it wrong, right? If you yield to the worldview that we were talking about. But the punishment was, thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Now I want to jump to Genesis 3 because we're going to go to the first sin of humans. And I hadn't really thought that much about this until recently. Um, I don't know why I hadn't, because I've heard it my whole life. But um, we're going to go to Genesis 3, 1 through 7. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which, in the, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die, for God knows that in that day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also to her husband with her, and he did eat. 
And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, blah, blah, blah. Now I want to jump down. <laughs> I'm skipping some. Um, but they ended up hiding themselves from the presence of God. And he was walking through the garden. He said, where are you? And they said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree where have I commanded you not to eat? And the man said, the woman who gavest, <laughs> whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave of the tree, and I did eat. So eating a piece of fruit. Who's it going to hurt? Who's it going to hurt? It's not hurting anybody. Why was that wrong? The ultimate key to this is obedience. Yeah. Every bit of it. Satan's fall, Adam and Eve's sin, come down to obedience. They had every tree in the garden they could eat of. Lucifer had everything he could possibly want in heaven. Yeah. wasn't enough. They wanted that one thing that they couldn't have. But if I were Eve, I would be like, it's just eating a piece of fruit. It's not going to hurt anybody. But it put a curse on all of mankind. Yeah. And it all came down to obedience. And the, the bad part is, and that's why uh, Louis had brought it up, and I said, because um, he, <coughs> he asked, would we would we all be running around naked if that had never ate of the tree? <laughs> and With a smile on his face, by <laughs> the way. I'm sitting back thinking, man alive. It's like, you can't get away. <laughs> Louis, you can't get away from this one, can you? I was like, uh, I viewed it, and I brought it up, and I think it was probably the best scenario that I could give an example for anyone that looks at it and, you know, ponders that question. That was their opportunity, and there is something else there that I wanted to bring up also. But that was their one opportunity. That was that was like pre-K, pre-kindergarten. We're going to teach you ABCs, and uh, I'm sure someone will go through and say, well, wait a minute now. Adam kind of took care of his ABCs because he went through and named all the animals. And I said, well, come on. He got pretty tired because when he got to a fly, he just called it a fly. <laughs> That's the action it does. <laughs> a locust can fly. A bee can fly. <laughs> then you got a bee. It's like, man, that must have been the second thing you've seen after aardvark. <laughs> well, he, was naming, uh, he was naming food. And orange is orange. And yeah. Uh, so, but she was. Um, something that just literally clicked when you read that, it was like I don't, you know, it, we are not given any length of time that they were in the garden and had been in the garden dressing and doing all of that before the interaction. That's right. That tree was always there. They had looked upon it, but they never. Well, she never looked like at it. Right with desire until the snake till the snake said there's something extra special and you're not gonna die did god really say that, that How many i know do we i kind of look at that, that it's like, all the time don't we like, the bible doesn't see, really say I, that see that very white fellow is going <laughs> did god really say you were gonna die <laughs> i mean come on what's a little taste gonna hurt you now <laughs> Dad, you're on another level tonight, and I'm, I'm appreciating it right now. And now, now, see, now those sound bites are going to be extra special. Yeah. Find them on Rumble, <laughs> exclusively on Rumble, 
And don't forget to place your orders for your A-Rock shirt. I love it. The first gun. God's armory. Well, um, I, something on that same note, a little bit different. I, I also didn't catch the fact that they weren't told they couldn't eat of the tree of life. And so that, when I was doing this study and prep, that came to me. And it's like, why didn't they have, like, they? why did he tell them they could eat of that? I always, you know, kind of get them confused, the yeah. two trees. Yeah. Um, but then I did some studying, and one, one theory, and this makes sense to me, is that if they had sinned and eaten of the tree of life, they would have lived forever in sin. Yeah. So God cast them out of the garden to keep, keep them, them from, from eating yeah. from the tree of life. I never heard that before. This is the stuff I'm talking about. If you're not getting fed in your church, <laughs> this is yeah. the kind of stuff that I think people want to know. Yeah. They there's, want to there's, there, deep there has dive to always it. there always has to be a different view. And that's that's why um you know, hey, if if your buddy's a hunter, uh figure out how to get the gospel through to a hunter. Right. And um in the way of a hunter, the way of a fisherman. I mean, Peter figured it out. So did Andrew, James, and John. Um, so that's why I always try to find a niche to present the gospel to someone to where they can get it. I mean, you know, because I can pound on a desk just just like anyone else, but that doesn't mean you're going to get it. I can hammer I can hammer the nail in your head. It doesn't mean you're going to get the gospel any better. Um, right. I can hit you over the head with the Bible. It just means I assaulted you with the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so jump into Matthew five twenty seven and 28. It talks about if someone lusts after a woman in his thoughts, he's committed adultery already in his heart. It, it, it equates thoughts to actions. So when, again, if we're saying, but it's not hurting anybody, we have thoughts all the time that if they were actually actions would hurt people. How many people have road rage? I do. <laughs> he does really I'm not, bad. I'm not pointing the elbows. <laughs> but imagine if we acted on those, and and God actually says it's the same thing. If yeah. you think it, you're doing it. Yeah. So same, same goes with murder. Yeah. Um, if you've got that much anger in your heart, then you've committed the crime. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's a bad part. So many people and. That's where society today, and that's why a message like this works so well. It's like your your actions do not don't just affect you; they affect so many other things. Um, it's like if you go to the gym every other day and eat your vegetables and everything, theoretically, you're going to improve your life. That's the whole notion of going and working out. Okay, if you sit around and just eat chocolate chip ice cream. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> um, uh, you're you're going to have a waistline closer to mine, and and you're just going to feel miserable. I have a theory on that, though. I think Joe every- Biden and the ice cream, or, or <laughs> no, <laughs> no, the exercise thing. What if I'm just putting this out there? What if just like everything that we create as machinery has a life span? What if? a usage lifespan, what if the body does too? 
Is that why all the joggers are killing over sometimes? <laughs> They've used over. Well, I think there's another body. curious coincidence there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The healthiest guy done. Well, he died doing what he loved. He was out running. Yeah. <laughs> another another 10K. Woo <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to embrace that because it yeah. makes me feel better. Like, I'm no, just saving I, my body usage, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to expire as well. In its original ever. form with yeah. no extra outside. <laughs> help at all i can attest i've i have been i have been a lot stronger than i am now um, i'm still very strong but not as strong as i used to be hey still so. no dna alterations so no exactly no. nope i am all man here. <laughs> and, uh, whoop, whoop. so <laughs> as you're as I'm processing through things, and that was one of the, you know, I had a doctor's like, well, just lose weight if you just exercise. I'm like, dude, I could throw you if you want me to. I can show you. I can throw you. I can throw you against the wall. I can throw you through the window. I said, I can do that. I said, the piece of glass, it, it's five foot by nine foot, inch thick. I said, I pick those up. I can carry those around. I can carry them off a truck into your building, put it into an opening. I said, I can do that. I said, I can do that for eight hours. And then he kind of grasped the concept of how much that glass weighs. And then he's like, okay, all right, so you are doing physical activity. I said, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm doing a physical activity. Mm -hmm. I said, so my pain is from what I do. Now, does that give me the honest decision to say, because my work is demanding physically that I don't need to do the self-care to protect those muscles long-term? And I'll admit, I don't do that. And started physical therapy the other day. Well, we went through assessments. He's like, yeah, you got, yeah, you're not, your motion's bad there. It's not bad there. And I was like, hey, man, I'm going to be honest. I said, at the end of my day, the last thing I want to do is go work out. Exactly. The last thing. I said, I don't necessarily want to sit down with a quart of ice cream chocolate chip, chip. <laughs> but yeah I had, I, had a, I had a similar experience that's going to be the only swag that will put joe biden's picture on chocolate chip yay <laughs> i had a similar experience going to the doctor he said you just, just lose some weight and i was like no <laughs> like really wow yeah. uh, gee mr obvious well, <laughs> this is where i'm gonna go next because I keep getting the, you're over your BMI index, which is stupid anyway, if you look at how those are calculated. But here's going to be my response next time. I was anorexic in high school. Would you rather me be that? Like, I I think I'm healthier now than I was then. Yeah. yeah. Might have a little extra weight on me, but, I mean, pick one. Yeah. Because you make me obsess one way or the other over what I eat or what I don't eat. Neither one of those is good. Yeah. Neither one of those. Well, the best thing I can tell you is... happy medium. Avoid the processed food that the government (laughs) induces with whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Buy farm fresh. Yeah. Well, we live in the city, so... You can find it. Um, You can find it. It's out there. Um, In the end, we we live in a society that we, we kind of forget just how there are ways for us to improve our life and and you can say well it's not hurting anyone it's not hurting anyone for you to eat better it's not um if you've got bad habits it's not hurting anyone if you clean them up a bit 
And uh, and that's kind of one of the things. Uh, a cleaner walk isn't going to hurt nobody. Um, if you if you walk more more miles with a smile than you do with the frown, that's going to affect people in a positive way. Mm-hmm. It's not hurting anyone. You having a smile, mm-hmm. it's helping people. Mm-hmm. So that you know, really isn't hurting so anyone. Uh, turn that <laughs> frown upside <laughs> down. <laughs> And you can have a cup of chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> exactly. We're not going to give up on chocolate chip ice cream. That's going to be, be the theme. Somebody the is going to send a tub of it. That, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's the next yeah. podcast. No joke. No Jill. <laughs> um, okay, so basically, you know, I was thinking about Jeremiah seventeen nine, talking about the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. So if simply having a, de- a desire in your heart's wicked and sinful, how do you reconcile that with this worldly worldview? Um, what you feel in your heart technically isn't hurting anyone, or is it? Right? Based on what we talked about earlier. So concluding, sin isn't about what we do or not do to others. It's really about obedience. That was the original issue, I think. That and pride. I'll say pride, too. Um, on Lucifer's part, but still he was disobedient. And that's what God calls us to do. He calls us to be obedient. Um, and I'm trying to work on that more because we we can know what the Bible says, but we really need to listen to him. There have been homeless yeah. people. Like, I don't stop and help all the homeless people I see, but I do, if I see one, I kind of ask the Holy Spirit, is this one that I should help or not? And listen. I used to be really good about doing that with everything I did, including like if I went to a restaurant and ordered dinner, what what do you want me to order, Lord? You know, I, I've kind of gotten away from that, and I think I was happier then with the way my life went. I think that's the whole point, too. Yeah. Um, the worldview of it's not hurting anybody is harmful it, by itself. It's harmful. The whole thing is. Um, the enemy and secular world created it to replace the Christian worldview, and Christians cannot buy into that secular worldview. I know we do it harmlessly. There are people I know who are Christians who say that. So many, they so don't many think of us, it. so many of us, kind of fall back on, "Well, judge not, lest you be judged." Yeah, they for, everybody like, okay. forgets about the rest of that passage. Yeah, though. There, there's there's more to that. Yeah. We, um, believers will judge the angels. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's. I'm not. I'm not judging your sin. That's for God to do. It is my place to kind of let you know, as a good friend, if I love you, I need to call you on your wrongs. Yeah. If I don't, then I'm telling you I hate you. Mm-hmm. And so we need to do more of that. We kind of need to let people know their wrongs and 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 work together to see the truth. Well, he, he brought up, and I, I added it to my work email signature because I loved it. But he had my three favorite words. Three, three favorite things. Ownership. I, hold on. Success comes from ownership, execution, and accountability. You have to have all three. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if you, you can have two of them, but if you do not have all three, you, you know, you, you know, and another phrase that I love and use at work is, Accountability, no, entire empowerment without accountability creates entitlement. Mm-hmm. Right? And unfortunately, that's this society, all the kids, there's no accountability. So yeah. 
I want this. I'm going to get this. I want that. I'm going to get that. Mm-hmm. There's no accountability. Just described Generation Z yes. as a whole. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. They have, they have no accountability. I, I kind of wanted to go back to the the, the tree of life because I, my mind made a connection there where um, if you look at um, the Nordic um, religion. Mythology. Yeah. And their pantheistic gods, you know, Odin and all, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, The center of all of that. The tree. Is the tree of life. That's where they get all of their knowledge from. That's where Odin got his knowledge from was the tree of life. So I was like, whoa, that's. It's deep, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it touches right back to that. And, and then when you think about how they they thought about Christians as a whole, uh, they hated Christians and wanted them to all be wiped out. It's like, hmm, I wonder if that was based on that knowledge, I'll put it in air quotes, of this, that they, they, they attained from this tree of life. Gosh, I love that, Josh, because I've been a Christian since I was four years old, and I'm 54 this year, so um, I'll be 55 in November. Oh, goodness. Double nickel. Anyways. You mean I, to edit that out? Yeah, that's a long, <laughs> long time. And and I love it when God Age reveals. Age is just a number, and she's okay with hers. Okay. Yeah. I said, gray hairs, I'm going to wear like a crown because I earned every daggum one of them. <laughs> telling you, the age yeah. thing I'm fine with. Because um, the wisdom thing comes with that, right? Yeah. Wink, wink. Um, but I love it and when... Man, I should be rolling with some serious <laughs> wisdom. And I got more wisdom than Joe Biden. Chocolate chip ice cream, Jill. Well, what happens if you have gray hair but you're bald? <laughs> what happens to the wisdom then? That's for well, next just, podcast. Just, just hope you can grow it down here. <laughs> if it's not growing up, grow it down. <laughs> but I love it when he reveals something like that to us because I've known that story my whole life, you know? Right. And it's like just reading that was like something new. And that's what the Bible does. It's a living word of God. When you read it, it doesn't matter how many times you read a passage, you're almost always going to get some other perspective or some new thought process around it so that's awesome i love that connection yeah it was i was just sitting here thinking about it while while you were talking about it and i was like well i'll, I'll leave it for because we're, we're well into the, the well the <laughs> yeah. family portion anyway we're i think we're probably ten yeah, minutes ten, minutes. yeah so yeah we, we've only got about hey, 10 minutes to <laughs> i think faith and family yeah, has been been taken yeah. care of good because yeah. we've got Jill. She's got the ice cream for us. <laughs> Chocolate chip. Number uh, one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Reel it back in. <laughs> uh, um, something that also that kind of touches back on this is things like things that you think that's not hurting anyone or trying to, to help, right? And sometimes we unintentionally hurt those we're trying to help, and uh, we don't even know how we've, we've done it sometimes. Um, I had an instance where recently, um, so uh, someone who came to me and and asked if I would intervene in what was going on with them. And I thought, well, you know, I I like to help people. I'll I'll do what I can, but I'm not going to do it the way it was requested of me exactly because I'm going to do it the way I think would not cause ripples or pain. Um, and then Somehow, no matter what I would say or do to try to keep patching the holes in the ship, so to speak, 
Um, they turned out to just be band-aids and it all just came drowning, drowning me anyway, because the, every individual involved in that all ended up angry with me mm-hmm. when I was not the source of the pain to begin with, but because I was wading in those waters unknowingly. Wading in yeah. the water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you, um, in situations like that, that's why I said, I mean, realistically, if they want you to intervene, it's like, Take it to God first. Yeah. The last thing. That was my mistake, actually. That's the last thing. And see, um, it's one of the things that affected the nation of Israel. Um, Those people, I can't even remember which ites it was that showed up (laughs) and said they threw on old clothes, moldy bread, old old, uh, drink sacks, and said, we've come a long distance and we've heard, only to find out you're down the street from us. Uh You lied. They never went to God on that matter. They just went ahead and accepted it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I got to go back to this too, the obedience thing, because around Easter we went to um, a play up on the north side, and um, they reenacted different parts of the Bible through the play, one of which had Abraham and Isaac on the altar, like going up to the altar. And I never really personified that story Again, this is one of the things where we we know these stories our whole lives, but sometimes something will just grab you differently. And Once we saw it, it was like, wow. Yeah, well, I saw him. I saw Abraham and Isaac walking up the mountain, and Abraham's got his arm around him, and he's loving on him. And and um and then it switches to he's tying him up, and he's laying him on the altar, and he's talking to him, and and basically saying goodbye. And he's yeah. raising up the knife to kill him, and he gets stopped. Okay, again, I've known that story my whole life, but it never really was personified to me. It never like, resonated until it we didn't. seen it. Yeah. And then I had to do a lot of self-introspective searching <laughs> because I thought, what would I have done? Would I have been one that said, I don't want to serve a God who wants me to murder my son? Because murder's wrong. Or would I have been a person of faith so much that I would have just obeyed, right, the obedience part and trusted that God's will was something I wouldn't have understood, but that was best. Abraham, in that situation, he told the the men that went with him, he said, "Um, stay here and the lad and I will go worship. I mean, I'm sitting back thinking, I know what mm-hmm. I, what my worship looks like. It doesn't end with a knife being up in the air. <laughs> exactly. But, <laughs> but I you really know, so I, I, about that. Um, I, I think, I think when you look at it from, if you focus on the word worship, everything that took place going up that mountain, Abraham is saying, I'm trusting the one that's gotten me this far. I mean, because Abraham wasn't a young man. Mm-hmm. He was well over 100 by the time this takes place. Mm-hmm. Isaac there, it and, it and, you know, a lot of people's like, well, this is a little kid. And it's like, no, he probably would have been in his teens, closing in on his 20s. So, I mean, he wasn't a little kid. So he could have realistically easily overpowered his father. But... Which also shows his obedience. Yes. Yeah. And and not just his obedience, his faith. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they, they go on about faith chapters. There's a lot of faith that takes place when you go to, okay, son, I'm going to bind you. We're still going to have worship. God's going to, because he flat out says, God's going to supply yes, the, the sacrifice. The lamb's going to be, and, but he's like, all right, I'm, whatever you got to do, dad, let's, let's follow through whatever God has planned. And, and that's what God is asking for from each and every one of us. How far are we willing to go to the edge that God is asking us mm-hmm. to? Are we willing to step right there to the edge and put one foot out and wait with that foot hanging off? Are we willing to go that far? And the vast majority of people are going to say, no. Mm-hmm. If I get to the top of the mountain and God ain't answered, I'm coming back now. It's like, but then you missed it. Yeah. And that's you when I missed I'm, your victory. That's what I'm seeing about myself. God's revealing that to me that I need to work on that mm-hmm. because I haven't been, I mean, I've never really thought about that. I've, I've had a lot of bad experiences in life, right? Post, you know, my father dying at 16, a lot of bad years of things happening. And I, I tell people now, you know, all of that has built my faith. Now, if my house like got destroyed by a tornado, I'd be like, woohoo, I get a new house and new stuff <laughs> because I've learned that over time. Like I'm no longer that child of faith that, oh my gosh, my house got destroyed. That just isn't me anymore. I, I have, I feel like I have a lot of faith, but then thinking about that, wow, I don't. I mean, it just revealed my deficiency in it. Also, to your point, you, you about don't that. you don't know where your faith is till you get hit harder. Yeah. Than you got hit before. Yeah. And when that takes place, that is when you're just like, whoa. Yeah. All right, God. And rough part for a lot of us is like, we're not really really quick to say, thanks God, mm-hmm. for this fight that you've got me in we we don't and sometimes it's 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 a year or two afterwards and we can kind of go we can look back and say that was one of the greatest victories and and so that's why i think you know i don't request people look back in life particularly on the bad things um for the most part but i mean there are times there are certain things that grow you mm-hmm. that pain that that pain those situations mm-hmm. look back not to hold on to it look back at the growth claim the victory that you had there thank god once again um, count your blessings name them one by one count your blessings yep. and uh when when we get to doing that so many of uh, we when we get to doing that we can start to really get to that spot because it really would have been interesting to see what the world would have looked like if those little kindergartners in the garden could have waited you know god could have god very well could have gave them that fruit at mm-hmm. some point mm-hmm. but i need to grow you up mm-hmm. you're you're my little you're my little you're my little child right now said i give you a little bit i said but when i get you to your teenage years you'll get a little bit more 
when you get a little bit older and you're in your 20s, I'll give you a little bit more. I mean, just think where they could have been. I mean, they'd already seen what it takes to make a a skin of basically goat's, uh, um, an apron out of goat skin, clothing out of, so I mean, they learned how to process an animal because of their sin. From then on, it has always been a struggle. Mm-hmm. There was never any wisdom in that fruit. Well, learning through pain, just learning, yeah. learning through pain. Yeah, and um, well, I'm glad you brought up the bringing it to God too, because that's how I found the resolution for for my situation. So I ended up talking with someone else, actually a few few other friends, but um, um, but one conversation in particular, and we ended up praying together, and uh, let God take dominion over the the entire situation. And then the very next day, um, the pretty much everyone in that situation that had said I was uh, not necessarily a bad guy, but I was the I was you, the point you, of yeah you was intention for them yeah uh, then said well actually Mis- misplaced you were the misplaced <coughs> anger uh, I, I was uh, where the de- uh, good friend of mine told me deflection deflection it was deflection it was. Uh, uh, that was, there was, uh, they were just deflecting all their, their hurt onto me. And, um, but that, that made so much sense as I, I talked with everyone, but just that, that, that one prayer changed the entire course of the situation into something truly positive. And now we're on the other side of it where now I know things that I didn't know before and how more of how people, uh, operate, not, not in a negative way, but just like more of like how to approach those issues in the future, especially with particular individuals where I can go, okay, well, you have a problem. Let's pray about it. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now I have that. <laughs> God, God had to remind you, said, hold on, son, you seek me first, first. and then I'll let you in on the secret. And when I let you in on the secret, everyone gets victory. Right, and, and if I'd have called you, you that's what you'd have told me. You'd have said, hey, we're going to pray over it. <laughs> yeah, pray on <laughs> it. Don't be a doofus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been just about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then there would have been a... Be, it wouldn't have been quite like his grandpa would have put yeah. it, but, you know, it would have been somewhere well, in that ballpark. probably would have started with boy. Yeah. <laughs> boy. It's like I get... <laughs> well, in order to, to educate someone, you have to remind them, you are still little... In so many ways, and before we get into the politics, no, side, no, go, go ahead. I'm just because um, there is there is something from my Wednesday evening message that I had come across. In the Greek, Christian is Christ, um, Christonos, and I mispronounced it, but it comes it basics basically comes out of two words. Hey, you get some redneck grace though, so that's all yeah. right. <laughs> Christ is anointed. Shun is little one, little. So think on that. As a believer, you are an anointed little one. Yeah, that's kind of that's deep. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. And I love that. And it's like there's not many times I can say I'm a little one, <laughs> but right now, when it comes to God, I am a little one. And when you get to that point in that process, you man alive, things just getting goosebumps now um <laughs> holy spirit's moving it, it, it's just such a beautiful thing we forget 
just how blessed we are. So when we got a topic like this, well, it's not hurting anyone. Man, right off the bat, if you think it's just for yourself and you're a child of God and you've got this ill-gotten mindset, you're hurting God. Right off, I mean, let's just go ahead and hit the top of the ladder. And as we all know, crap runs downhill. And you affect him, it's just going to, it's all going to trickle down. Mm -hmm. It's not the trickle down economic process, but Mm -hmm. nonetheless, there's, so there is a, there is a growth that needs to take place. And we live in a society that's not doing that. And I'm most certain that we can jump in on that. On just oh, yeah. about well, any we're talking one of those about documents. father and son dynamics, and yeah. there's that, that leads us into our first story tonight uh, from MRC Newsbusters. It's America's media watchdog. Um, Eleven brand new Biden family scandals the networks are censoring. Oh man, are we going to find out that Biden Wait, really isn't censoring? Is, is it <laughs> up, up for up for ice cream? Is there something different? Is, is there a different flavor of ice cream? <laughs> No, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Do, do I'll, your I'll best get... Macaulay Culkin face. <laughs> They're censoring. <laughs> <laughs> On Wednesday, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer led a press conference that extensively detailed how the Biden family and their business associates uh, may have received more than $10 million from foreign nationals during Joe Biden's term as vice president. The charges of influence peddling by the Biden family are so serious and startling that it could have uh, dominated the broadcast network, uh, AB, networks ABC, CBS, NBC, evening and morning shows. So how much time did the big three uh, networks uh, on their uh, Wednesday evening and Thursday morning shows actually devote to the press conference led by the, the led by House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer? Guesses? Big fat zero. zero. Uh, Not one red no. cent. It was simply stunning, right? Not one red second. Um, so there was a brief moment back in April when it uh, looked like ABC, CBS, and NBC were uh, going to actually do their job and cover the story, but it only lasted for four days. Uh, beginning April 19th, the networks briefly covered the news that the Wall Street Journal reported that a whistleblower who works in the IRS's criminal investigation division came forward to reveal that uh, the Biden administration is allegedly giving Hunter Biden pre- preferential treatment. No, really? Um, <laughs> and has tried to stonewall the investigation into the alleged, uh, t- uh, alleged tax uh, crimes Hunter Biden committed. Uh, then on April 20th, the, the New York Post reported that now Secretary of State uh, Antony Blinken, uh, I know what you were going to take in there, Dad, but his, his name's Anthony Blinken. Anthony. Uh, yeah. Yes. Not Anthony. 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 Yeah. He was. He was in uh, the 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 guy that uh, gets real real big and real small. That that, that movie there, Ant Man, um, <laughs> was the catalyst uh, behind the the debunked and infamous uh, October 2020 letter from uh, former intelligence officials dismissing the servicing of uh, Hunter Biden's laptop as Russia disinformation. Um, these incredible rev- revelations actually woke ABC, CBS, NBC out of their Joe Biden-esque sleepy uh, slumber to devote on uh, on their evening, morning, and Sunday r- roundtable shows a total of, count them, 24 minutes and 56 seconds to the Biden family corruption story from April 19th, Rich has got it, <laughs> right back with the Molly Coley Coke face, 
<laughs> from April 19th was to April 23rd. Was that combined or was that separately? That's what it says. Com- yes, and yes, it's combined. Okay. Wow. Wow. Um, however, the networks then quickly dropped the topic with the exception of CBS correspondent uh, Major Garrett. Uh, on the May 11th CBS uh, mornings, uh, snidely remarking uh, that all Donald Trump talks about is Hunter Biden's laptop. They hadn't uttered uh, Hunter's name in 18 days. It's not like there the there weren't uh, brand new stories to cover from very uh, from the various uh, and to the scandalous. The uh, the following are eleven uh, new developments in the Biden family corruption uh, scandal. The networks have censored. Uh, number one, uh, the Biden family got one million dollars from corrupt. Romanian uh, from corrupt Romanian oligarch. Now, since there are eleven here, I'm just kind of I'm going to kind of headline it. And I know that we usually don't encourage people to just headline it, but there's a lot to cover here. And uh, you know, go to newsbusters.org. You can read the entire story for yourself. We'll have the link in the description below. Um, that's for audio listeners as well. So we'll have it there for you too. Um, CIA fast uh, tracked letter that uh, falsely claimed Hunter uh, that that. Claimed Hyden's, so I think it's Biden's, laptop was uh, part of Russian operation. That's uh, Hunter Biden. Uh, S- uh, Senator Ron Johnson claims that there is proof that Hunter paid for international sex trafficking ring. Uh, also, New York Post banned by White House uh, from Biden event as Hunter indictment looms. Um, Ex-CIA, this is a lot to take in, isn't it? Ex-CIA Chief uh, Morell. Uh, misled signers of letter that uh, dismissed Hunter Biden laptop story. Uh, Hunter Biden's ex-business partner, Devon Archer, enc- uh, encouraged to release dirt on Biden's to avoid jail. And Biden claims Hunter has done nothing wrong ahead of his, uh, ahead of possible charges. He's an angel. Um, He's just a little angel. A little Coke angel. <laughs> a little crack angel. <laughs> Just well, he's he's the smartest guy that Joe Biden knows. <laughs> true, um, including himself. <laughs> uh, White House and Hunter Biden's team clash over defense strategies. Uh, so there's a whole lot going on there. Ex-CIA chief came up with a, a Hunter uh, laptop disinformation letter to be used as talking point for debate. Uh, Grassley Comer, uh, Grassley. Uh, said uh, Comer uh, demand FBI documents on bribery scheme in, uh, involving Joe Biden. So it, this this list just it keeps growing, right? Hunter appears in court for child support case. White House refuses to recognize child. I thought <sighs> his I thought his grandchildren were important to him. I Only mean, if they rub his legs in the water. Okay. All right. I tell the you, blonde. I, I couldn't the have blonde gone hair. The blonde hair. I couldn't have gone through that entire list in one breath. I couldn't have done the Ace Ventura. No. I wouldn't, would not have made it. No. Would not have made it. And I mean, scandal after scandal yeah. after scandal. scandal. And you know, I wonder if, um, for those who don't know, that the major networks are uh, uh, maybe they're against you. Maybe they're um, Project Mockingbird. Yeah, maybe. You can look and look that uh, that particular project up uh, if you if you haven't already researched it. Just just look it up. Look, look up Project Mockingbird. Stay at the surface of the the rabbit hole. Don't go too far down because you, 
You, you can. Yeah, because <laughs> then you you'll end up <laughs> you'll end up causing yourself harm for sure. I, I know. I, I, I've been there. It but, didn't hurt oh, anyone. But it won't hurt anyone. <laughs> it, won't, it won't hurt anyone. It won't hurt anyone at all. Do it as a team. Do it as you know. Yes. Do it in a group yes. so that you can all be accountable to each other, right, Rich? Yes. Yes. So, yes. So what do we think about all these scandals? I'm so mad that Bob Alinsky hasn't been contacted or anything. Um, I'm wondering if he's still alive. To be honest with you, I haven't heard anything about him lately. Mm-mm. I have to look that up. He kind of he kind of showed up on Tucker Carlson that uh, what two times. And then you didn't hear from him anymore. Faded didn't into the yeah. distance. Yeah. I wonder if they just handed him uh, enough cash and that's why he disappeared. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know, but it just adds to all that. Mm-hmm. Like that was the, to me, that was the beginning of it. Yeah. You thought it was going to start bubbling to the surface yes. at that point. Yeah. And what was that? Three years ago? Yeah. Yeah, because you're right. It was the, they called it an October surprise because of it being so close to the, election but um it wasn't to just be sensational it was like hey you're about to vote for this person that's been doing crimes for a long time and did so as vice president uh of your country and senator he's a career politician how he has been there forever and it's like how how does he not get held accountable and it's again it's unfortunately it's the world we're living in it's oh i didn't it doesn't bother me yeah right it's not hurting anyone i'm not gonna look at it it's not if, my job it's like if i don't vote it's yeah. not hurting anybody yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's helped us yeah. win no hold, <laughs> hold on i mean if you feel you, like you you're can, gonna vote democrat you just stay home say you're <laughs> not voting but that doesn't mean you're not voting uh-huh. oh yeah wink wink yeah uh. yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, all, of, all of our dead relatives, they're still voting. I don't understand yeah. what's going on. <laughs> um, but they, they, they just, it just keeps coming. Well, and the, the suppression was was the biggest part of that, right? Yeah. Just, this goes all the way back to election times, 2020, or just, just before election time, because this Hunter Biden story hit Twitter from the New York Post. And Twitter was like, oh, no, it was a mistake. We took it down accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they said it was mis- initially they said misinformation. The very next day, they're like, no, actually, it was a mistake. We'll, we'll, we'll let you put it back up. They never actually let them put it back up, but they told them they could repost the story. But it's too late. People have already moved on because they're, they're goldfish, right? They're out there just wandering around, and, and, and they've already moved past it, and they're not going back. Right. And it, it was— They're only paying attention to the claw that drops in the food. The mm-hmm. same thing happens with the retractions. They go on they, page 25. Yeah. yeah. Small 25 print. in the small print. Six weeks later, small print, page 25. You or never like seen. Uh, people like uh, Zuckerberg who goes on who goes on Joe Rogan's podcast and says, oh, no, when we when we view it as misinformation. So so his subjective version of what the truth is, as opposed to the objective truth, what is truth? Because um, there's only one truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when he has his subjective version of truth come in and it comes in conflict with what they see on Facebook, which usually leans very far left and Democrat. Um, they decide that your post, if they won't, they won't make you remove it necessarily, but it'll be harder for people to see and harder for people to find. Yeah, so here's the thing. And he said it um, on the podcast, on face to face with Joe Rogan on the purple for parents group. Um, all of a sudden we're seeing a lot of comments all of a sudden, a couple of days after they posted being hidden, none of the admins hit it. 
I'm going back and checking and unhiding them, and they're perfectly fine comments. So I know none of the admins did it. I've checked with them. Facebook's doing that on its own. Yeah. yeah. Just some of our followers that are our regular followers, they're hiding their comments. Now, what do you think that follower's going to think? They're going to think we did it, and that's not the case. Yeah. And then they shadow ban our events and all kinds of stuff. So we know that Facebook is. Oh, yeah. I know. I had to jump through plenty of hurdles, Facebook. Yeah. Huh. It's not our friend. Yeah. I had to, I did, had to, had to handwrite letters to Facebook. That was one of the hurdles that I had Why? to do. Really? Yeah. To well, prove who we are. Wow. Yeah, as a podcast. To prove, to prove that we're a legitimate podcast. I had, I had to write them handwritten. Handwritten letters. I had to send them a picture of my identification card front and back. It it felt very violated, <laughs> but there but there has to be someone accountable to my pay, to our page, and so it's like, well, I'm sitting in the host chair. I'll be it. I'll be it. And uh, and take then, one for the team. Yeah, regularly, they're like, <laughs> tag, you're restricted for the next 89 days, and I'm like, but we didn't. But you know what? They've harmful. been doing that to me too. And our page, and every time it's something I've posted, I've challenged it, and they've reneged on their like they've been like, "Oh, sorry." I mean, yeah. I don't know what's happening. They're just picking them up, and oh, we'll flag that one. We'll flag that one. You'll get a flag, and you'll get a flag. <laughs> you'll get a flag. Well, but if you challenge them yeah. nine times out of ten, they'll come back and say, "Oops, sorry, our bad." Well, thank goodness that we have some smart billionaires in this country. Uh, one of them coming from South Africa, his name's Elon Musk, mm-hmm. and he went through and said, Twitter should be free speech. He purchased it, and that brings us to our second story of the night. From Coming from Red State, um, the delicious media tears flow after Tucker Carlson moves show to Elon Musk's Twitter. Uh, the news uh, Tuesday that former Fox News host Tucker Carlson would be uh, taking his show to Twitter after discussions with the platform CEO Elon Musk was undoubtedly the absolute last thing uh, Carlson's and uh, Musk's uh, infamous haters on the left and in the media world wanted to hear. Starting soon, we'll, uh, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last uh, six and a half years uh, to Twitter, Carlson noted in a, in a video posted to his Twitter page. Um, We'll be bringing, so to not to steal his thunder, we're not going to actually show that video. Just go to his Twitter page and, you know, make sure that you're following him. Because, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a fantastic human being. We'll be bringing uh, some other things, too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. For his part, uh, Musk confirmed that the, t- the uh, two had talked uh, about having him t- uh, do a show on Twitter, though Musk said no deal was made and that Carlson was subject to the same rules and rewards of all content creators. Now, I feel like that was things that just had to be said mm-hmm. um, because... It's uh, the legalese. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tucker is still under contract technically for the next uh, two years for Fox News, so they are still paying out that additional, I think it's about $24 million for the next two years. And so to kind of sidestep that and allow Tucker to still do his, his own show, his own independent show, without... Um, being contracted to do so allows him to do that. But I've heard that Fox technically breached the contract because of the Dominion thing. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that's that's uh, being juggled in the air. Yeah, and um, but you know, as one might expect, the media meltdowns have uh, have <laughs> commenced. According 
with the usual suspects, uh, absolutely uh, uh, incensed over the uh, fact that Carlson refuses to uh, silence, uh, be silenced fur- and further. Um, the that is uh, his destin- that is his destination of choice was that was Twitter, uh, where Musk has rolled out the red carpet. Uh, for instance, uh, for instance, here's NBC's uh, NBC News's journalist uh, Thomas Costello, a guest of the Haley Jackson Now program, engaging in fretting and handwriting uh, over what it means and inquiring of f- fired former CNN uh, media hall monitor Brian Stelter whether Carlson would be. Uh, be able to be policed or if Musk will allow him to horror of horrors, speak his mind. Oh, monitor. (laughs) Thou shall not pass. (laughs) Uh, Costello says, uh, we don't get no rolls. You, you don't pay no tolls. Then we don't get no rolls. You gotta pay rolls. (laughs) Robin Hood men in tights. It's a good film, man. Um, (laughs) We made a lot of film references tonight. Uh, so uh, Costello said uh, Twitter was already under fire for misinformation, disinformation, uh, all out lies, anti-Semitism, racism, label much uh, before Elon Musk uh, took over. And now it's uh, gotten kind of crazy, right? Seemingly uh, unmoored, if uh, if you will. Uh, will anybody be able to police what Carlson says or is uh, or is this the point? It, it's just a free for all. That's a. Uh Free, free speech. speech. <laughs> uh, I then, uh, the first amendment. amendment. The grown man with the Mickey Mouse voice said, uh, Stelter said himself, he said, uh, I think this is the point. Uh, it's it's a free for all. It's what it's Elon Musk. <laughs> exactly. Elon Musk wants to, pr- to provide. Uh, Mark Dice does the perfect Stelter voice, by the way. I don't know if you guys, if you're not a fan of Mark I Dice. I was trying to shoot with a little bit of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> you got to check him out. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Mark Dice. And mm-hmm. Mark Dice, if you're listening, I hope so. Uh, give us a shout out as well because we like you, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, the move by Tucker may, uh, may cement the idea of Twitter as a right-wing website. And we see uh, some users trying to get off, of, uh, off to other sites instead. Now, I mean, it, it's it's not a right-wing website. It's... It's been dominated by the left for ever. Exactly. It's a, it goes back to, you know, the diagram that I saw. So you have this line and you had, you know, in like close to the middle, you had Democrats on the left and Republicans on the right. And then it shifted this way. So both parties went more left. Mm-hmm. And then both parties went more left again. Yeah. So now anything that was like even moderate, Seems like it's far right. <laughs> yeah. Because they've shifted so far. If, if you're remotely it's, it's true. Mega. It's mega. It's mega. Mega. If, mm-hmm. if you're on this side of the line, it's mega. Mm-hmm. You can be a Republican. Your grandfather's Republican is right here with us. Mm-hmm. But if you're a mega, mm-hmm. you're way over here. Or, or as Biden refers to us, extremist threats. And I'm okay with that. I, that's a t-shirt right there. Yeah. Extremist threat. I'll wear that. Don't forget it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I that's that's one of our that's one of the next t shirts. Oh, we need to get we need to get merchandise. Yes. Uh, if you're out there and you know how to, you know. <laughs> I think we've do. got two t shirts. Yeah. The a- we've got ideas. A- certainly, a- we've got ideas, but we need someone that makes them in America I and got, is willing to make them. I got make a them girl. Door. She's got right, a girl. So, I got a girl. All right. So that's that's what we need to start <laughs> engaging so that um, uh, Cam and I can get together and, and get that all set up on the website so we can start selling some merch. I got you. Um, 
But speaking of snowflakes uh, falling, um, they certainly fell Wednesday night. Uh, it brings us to our third story of the night. Also coming from Red State, CNN Trump Town Hall proves that Donald Trump is still the one to beat for 2024. That was just the best. <laughs> it almost sounds like an oxymoron. CNN then, Donald, Donald Trump, Trump Town Hall. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> yeah. Since when does CNN <laughs> want to put Donald Trump on? Yeah, they needed well, the ratings, I'm, man. Yeah, just getting ready. Yeah, supposedly it was the highest rated. Yeah, three point three million. Yeah, three point three million. That's really good ratings for CNN. Uh, the, the last time that they actually saw ratings like that, twenty sixteen, when they had Trump on before. Hmm. <laughs> Gee, Mister Obvious, I never made the connection. Even with all first the time caller, first time caller, long time listener, <laughs> and I hope you'd stay long time listeners. Airports and hotels. They lost them, though, didn't they? Uh, a lot I, of the airport and hotels, they lost CNN. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they were actually, uh, um, uh, airports and hotels definitely booted them. They, they used to be like the, Yeah. Uh, uh, Timcast actually brought this up, so I don't, so don't want to take the credit for this this idea, but um, but he's, he was correct in saying this used to be like the, the corporate news that you would put up because CNN used to have like, they, they were the quickest at breaking a lot of news, uh, even if it was coming about the weather. It was a breaking news tornado in such and such time uh, town, and be like, "Oh wow, we're we're hearing about this, and it's and it's a national news story because tragedy they, they, they is what put like them on the map." Mm-hmm. It was a young 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 boy in a well. They set up camp and broadcasted, and that put them on the map. I was going to. That's why when you said highest ratings, I was like, kind of wondering if their highest ratings might have been when they first got started. So it kind of, I'd almost like to find out what were their top five highest rated probably every time they had donald trump on but it's a cnn <laughs> <laughs> well the world um, was watching when they was our ratings were huge out. our ratings ratings were huge so, but as, as i said cnn trump town hall proves that donald trump is still the one to beat for 2024 as we related uh, early uh, out of the gate trump is going uh uh, Trump is going uh, nowhere. Uh, 34 uh, indictments being uh, found liable for sexual abuse and defamation against uh, E. Jean Carroll. And all, all all weeping and gnashing of teeth. <laughs> I love the way this person writes. I'm gonna look, I want to see who, what the name is. So Jennifer Oliver O'Connell, thank you for this article because I love the way you write. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so weeping and gnashing of teeth uh, from the never Trumpers, uh, rhinos, Democrats, and the left uh, matter, uh, and the left matters little and cannot prevent the Trump train from leaving the station. Toot, toot. I added that uh, CNN hosted Trump's first town hall since he declared for 2024 and is pretty well established that uh, it's pretty well established that the train had already left and, uh, and it was full steam ahead as red state reported Trump set the tone and showed host Caitlin Collins was a very nasty woman uh, who was <laughs> driving the conversation. It definitely was not her. White House correspondent uh, Simon uh, Atiba was underwhelmed. Um, of course, Collins began uh, with the 2020 election and January 6th uh, Trump immedi- uh, uh, stories. Trump immediately battled down Collins' uh, contentions uh, about his influence over the January 6th kerfuffle. And the violence that ensued, uh, they uh, then raised uh, hackles when uh, <laughs> he called Capitol Police officer Michael Byrd, who shot uh, veteran Ashley Babbitt, a thug. Um, well, he was a thug. I mean, he he 
just indiscriminately waved a gun around the corner and shot someone. Uh, In the neck. Yeah. The audience made uh, up of Republican and independent voters absolutely love Trump because he's lovable. Um, uh, much of the um, chart. Uh, I think we're all waiting for him to look <laughs> at the politicians and go, you're fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And much to the chagrin of Collins, who, who was so tight lipped for most of that, it was funny. Uh, Trump received a standing ovation at, at his uh, introdu- uh, introduction and his appeal only increased from there. On CNN. On CNN. Well, yeah. but they, but the the audience was made up of Republicans and independents, not Dems. But if you ask but CNN, I don't know if they knew that. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you ask CNN, independent voters are supposed to hate Trump, right? Right. Yep. That's what they. So said. they thought they had this mix, but that's. Yeah. Not the, I'm an independent voter. But right. yeah, but when it comes Do you to see the hat, <laughs> when it comes to Trump, I mean he he knows what Americans need right now. I know that some people go, well, he's nasty, he's mean, he's like, dude. He writes I, mean tweets and I'll they hurt the my mean feelings. Tweets I, I'll take day. a mean tweet. I'll take yep. a mean tweet and under $2 gas. That's what I was I, I miss mean tweets and $1.87 gas, don't you? Yeah. And, you know, he he also kept us away from war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so funny because the Dems always want to call the right the war, the party of war. It's the complete opposite, and it just goes to play into the narrative of everything they project on you is usually what they mean about themselves, Yeah, what they're saying about themselves. They just project it on the, the right, but they are the party of war. Well, I mean, look at history. Well, they're the party of flip-floppers. That I mean, too. Yeah. I mean, what was it, back in, in the 80s? You know, Biden was always a man. Uh, marriage is between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. What else is there? And I saw the video, and I'm like, that's, and now, well, you know, now it's maybe this or maybe this. And then even, you know, the border. When Clinton talked about it in 96, talked about the border, you know, we've got to secure our borders. Even Obama. Obama said it. They they called him the great deporter because he deported more uh, immigrants than any other previous Mm. president. But now all of a sudden, well, you know. He deported all the ones that he put in the cages <laughs> that they tried to blame Trump for. Yeah, that picture came from 2014, by the way. Yep. AOC was crying over that empty parking lot, and it was fantastic. Uh, but so during this Trump uh, Trump town hall, uh, Caitlin uh, actually asked Trump, she said, um, would, would you like to see um, Ukraine win this war? He goes, uh, he goes, excuse me, excuse me. Need to answer that. I would, I'm going to answer. Will you let me answer? Because she kept trying to interrupt, interrupt him as he's trying to answer. Excuse me. I was like, actually, when I get to it, okay, okay, excuse me. I just want people to stop dying. Okay. Yes, that was amazing. Yeah. And he's like, I think that's what everybody wants. And the crowd cheers. And he says, with me, it would be over in 24 hours. And I'm like, yeah, because they did, they, he, because, Putin wouldn't even have thought about it while Trump was president. Right. Exactly. He knew what the ramifications were. Uh, and, he, and he leans into all this, uh, all these other details that Biden doesn't even remotely go near or touch on. And the fact that all these other places aren't paying their fair share. Um, the fact that we're uh, connected to all this uh, with, with Biden in office, uh, things that have been connected to, to sex trafficking, sex trafficking, uh, the, the, they call them peacekeepers. 
around the world, but uh, it's just a, it's just a, um, the soldiers for sex trafficking is all it is. Uh, and he he called it. He called him on it. He called him on it, and they and they they couldn't handle it. And when she <laughs> when Caitlin Ka- uh, Collins uh, tried to to close things out early, he, he he said, "You know, you're a very nasty woman." And he and he had he to said say that person. He was actually politically correct because yeah. I think he said person. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I tell you, I tell you. He said, and uh, and it's because that she kept interrupting him. She wouldn't even let him answer, and and. As great as his answers were, and I think he, I, I, there was a there was a couple times he he might have uh, misstepped, or I think I think he might have said some things that are um, that I disagreed with. But I mean, if you if you agree with someone one hundred percent of the time, there's a problem. Right. Yeah. But he said a, a lot of really great things, and he was very well spoken. He was at the top of his game. He only he only men- mentioned the uh, sanctimonious one time, so I think that gets points for a lot of the, the a lot of the moderates out there who are thinking uh, well, maybe Trump DeSantis ticket or whatever. So um, it was fantastic to see him move about that stage and and just own the stage. They actually ended it twenty minutes early. It was supposed to go an hour and a half, mm-hmm. but they only did an hour and ten. Um, that was and that was with extra. Uh, they also did extra commercial breaks because they they quickly saw that Caitlin Collins was on her heels every moment of that. Town hall. I, I my favorite part um, was when he said um, he's talking about the debt ceiling, and she she was asking him like why he changed his his position on the debt ceiling on raising it because now he's saying he wouldn't, and during his presidency it got raised three times, and he said because I'm not president now. <laughs> that just cracked me up so bad. I am not the guy. Because right? I'm not the president right now. That's why I don't think we should raise it. <laughs> he had, he had told, he told, I think he told her at least three times. He said, let me explain this slowly so you understand, okay? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she just was not getting it. and and She wanted a reaction that benefited CNN. Mm-hmm. And she I mean, you know. And the left. Yeah. In the end, she was out there with a, a bucket of blood and chum, yep. hoping to get a reaction that would make him a monster. Yeah, and, and in the end, he did what he was supposed to do. For for him, he was really quite eloquent. Yeah, I, I was that's, really that's right now. I think this um, this right here this needs to be his his time to shine in a fashion that's different from his last run. Uh, he's not dealing with Hillary. Well, and he's also he, got experience under his belt that he can mm-hmm. talk about. He can yeah, point back yeah. to the well, uh, the positives from I, from his I, administration. I don't think it's just running back to what he's done. I know, um, but that's generally but, you know, yeah. That's I know, a, I know that's because he hits he hits on those right now. Um, the people need someone that's going to say, "Here's how we heal." Well, not only that, but uh, also uh, show that the clear contrast that we've had. Yes, right, because we had. We had eight years of Obama. Let's be honest, three years of Trump because the last one they 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 muddled that up with know. their with their. In all honesty, I don't know that they created. They created a, a good year, a uh, good year. Period. But, I mean, he had successes, but, but yeah, he had they that, they weren't working yeah, but dis- with. But despite you ever. that, he had yeah. three years, right? Yeah, because we know that that last one that was all that was planned. Yeah. Um, and then we have four years of Biden, and it's very clear to possibly Obama people, again. That's yeah. the verdict still out on that. Yeah, uh, 
so it's a very clear contrast. And American about? people are, he's already the president now. <laughs> and they, and they just keep, from they, his basement. Yeah. yeah. So they, 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 the people have taken their Joan uh, Jean Pierre says. Yeah. But the people have gotten their blindfolds off now because mm-hmm. they they're now they're they're waking up. They're seeing what people what we've been screaming from the rooftops for so long. Like it's different. I'm telling you, it's gonna affect you. And they're like, no, no, no. Who's it gonna hurt? Who who is it hurting? And it, <laughs> when you put when you press Biden on that ticket, it's hurting all of us. Yeah, all of us, including you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, and he, and he go back to talking uh, when she she asked him about this um, assault case, or well, which ultimately uh, there was there was actually no charges filed, but he had to he has to pay five million dollars for battery and defamation. Which I think I think that'll once it goes to appeals, that'll that'll all flip out because there's no, there's there's not a, a real judge that's not been uh, you know that wasn't uh, Obama appointed that that's gonna let that sit yeah because there, there's how do you have no charges but you still have to pay money right. it doesn't make any sense but when she, she asks him okay what do you intend to do about this and I I want to I want to uh, talk about like his uh, they they thought the Media Matters released it initially I believe. Um, leaked tapes from his deposition, and they only just make him look cooler. They, every time they think that they're hurting him, it's it's like the same thing they're doing with Tucker. They only make him look cooler because they, they the lawyer asks him during the deposition. She said, uh, "Now you said that she's not your type in in your your written portion of your deposition," and and he goes, "Yeah, I, I don't know her. I've never met the woman. Uh, I don't know anything about her." But someone showed me a picture, and, and from the picture, uh, I saw that uh, she wasn't my type. She wasn't my type. Uh, I could tell from the picture. And looking at you now, he's talking about the lawyer. Looking at you now, I could say that you're not my type either. <laughs> and there's actually, frankly, there's no scenario would you, where you would be my type. I don't know if I can say that, but I did. <laughs> he's so good at that. And I'm like, how gangster is former President Trump that he's sitting there telling the lawyer while he's in a deposition in legal matters, you're tell not him, my type. Tell her, like, uh, actually, you know, you look like a dog. No. <laughs> uh, but. Did did you watch that um, focus group afterwards on CNN? I caught clips yes. of it. Yeah. The first question, right? Yeah. And the guy backpedaling. Yeah. Want to talk about that? W- briefly, yes. So uh, the, that first question was. Um, the 2020 uh, do, election yeah. fraud. Do, do you think Trump talks about a lot about this 2020 election fraud? And then the audience member uh, says, I think he was an independent. Yeah. If I recall. Yeah, he was, he was an independent. And he. So, so that was the question during like the town hall, right? It's, this is after the town yes. hall. The yeah. focus group, like the, the um, facilitator, I don't know his name. The guy that was doing the fa- facilitation, he asked if um, people thought, and I believe it was that Trump talked too much about the election fraud. And the first person he Referring asked. Referring to 2020 in particular. Yes. Yeah. The first person he asked said, well, that was your first question to him. So I don't think he's talking about it too much. I think you keep bringing it up. Yeah. He said you could have asked he different called questions. called him on it. <laughs> it was so beautiful. I was like, yes. And, then, and then Immediately he goes, well, that's that, that's, that's, that's right. We, true, we, could, we could have asked different yeah. questions. <laughs> <laughs> you could like, hear the beep, 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 different beep. Questions. <laughs> <laughs> 
you could you could have heard his shoes squeak back to his heels right immediately. He was right. physically that was hilarious. Back to his heels, and uh, speaking of being back to our heels, we we are really needing to close up uh, this show. So, um, Adetta, would you mind uh, giving us a closing prayer? Yeah, I quick? can do that. Yeah. Gracious Heavenly Father, we just give you praise, Lord, on our first for our salvation, Lord. We know there are blessings that sometimes we don't even see them, Lord, but we just thank you in advance for those, those that we will receive tomorrow. We know that when this breaks, Lord, that there's going to be people that are just going to find a joy and um, also a new view, not only on Scripture, but on their actions, Lord. They are, uh, our actions affect so many people, Lord, and they affect you also. Lord, let us all use our mindset, use our hearts, voice that you have given us, Lord. Let us lean upon you and go to work, go to your word and in prayer to discern what is right in our life and what you have planned for us. We just give you all the glory for it all. In Jesus' heavenly name we pray, amen. Amen. So the person that brought the message this week is Miss Crystal Rosati. Zaddy, <laughs> she's got a guy. Yeah. I got a guy. She's got right a guy. There. He's got right a guy. There. <laughs> and he's holding up a sign. A big, All right, brother. A, a big beautiful sign. Big beautiful uh, sign. <laughs> Mr. Ooh, Rich yeah. Rizzotti. Rizzotti. <laughs> I just got one question. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> That's the redneck Italian version. <laughs> Love is in the air for sure. <laughs> Love is in the air. <laughs> now and we're going to start hitting little sweet, sweet tunes. And everything. <laughs> that was the sweet, sweet tunes of my, my father, Gary Moore, host of More uh, on the More. Nah, hey, hey. Glad to be here. Always a pleasure. Make sure Looking that you're, forward. Comment, comment, comment. Yeah, make sure share, 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 share. You're subscribed to his channel as well. Yes, he's bringing absolutely. you the word of God yes. uh, consistently. Yes. Um, going through the book of Malachi, I do still have some of the episodes from Obadiah that still have to go up and then I'll start, um, but they'll all be audio up to, up to this point. Um, but, um, subscribe because sooner or later, somebody's going to put a camera on me and those messages may pop back up. And I guarantee you're going to be like, that's not how he said it in the last one. Well, <laughs> You'll may, be more informed. It may just happen in this very <laughs> studio. <laughs> yes. and uh, i want to give credit to the man over there in in the producer's booth tonight he did a great job mr cameron reed yes Uh, he's taking over for the uh, perfect producer sterling he's doing a dang good job and uh, so i want to give him some praise for that and uh, i've been your host joshua cummins reminding you stay in trouble (laughs) have a have a huge and excellent week a big beautiful week Bye.